And this is um, episode five of the Golf Performance Podcast. And um, somehow, after a month of being away, <laughs> we are managing to do episode five. People probably thought we left the whole project. Well, yeah, I figured Brian bailed on me because uh, you <laughs> lost for Kansas State. That, that next week, we were supposed to have this podcast but there wasn't any good OU football talk about we had we had bad omens from the beginning of the season when I said that we would probably win the championship so it's really my fault but do you think we still have a chance I so last week versus Iowa State we, like I went to bed because I went to the LSU Alabama bar oh that yeah was that, just now that was that scenery. nuts so before we There's, go to OU I want to hear about LSU fans are so dirty <laughs> they're so dirty but it's fun you know they have a good time <laughs> But then, you know, we walk across the street to the OU bar, but by that time we were worn out, you know, me, my sister, and my lady friend. So it was 35-14 at halftime. Yeah, and so I watch, uh, they're up by 14, I think, in the fourth quarter, right? Yes. And so I was like, I got to go to bed. My buddy wanted to play golf Sunday. And so, you know, he's asking me when we're playing golf. He's like, oh, you win yesterday? I was like, yeah, but I don't know. It, I didn't see that at the end of the game. I just assumed. And I, we won by one point. Yeah, it was and sad. And they went for two. They could have lost They could have won the game. Yeah. 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 So, OU, um, you know, the, I don't know if they deserve to be in the playoff. I mean, deserving but isn't the right word. Iowa State always plays them tough, and they're always kind of underrated, don't you think? Yeah, because they have the best defense in the Big 12. So, yeah. you know, they're really the only team in the Big 12 that probably has better defense than offense. Mm -hmm. So um, it makes a difference. But tell me about this LSU Alabama because I can't stand either fan base. So Well, I so I teach, uh, you know, I have a big, I guess I'll like my, I don't have many friends, but I have you as an OU friend. Of and course. I have like two LSU friends. Okay. And then I have a student that, or two students that are Alabama fans. Okay. okay. So, and they're good people. But. I don't know. I don't have much experience with Alabama. Like at the Sugar Bowl back in 14 when yes, we beat them. Yes, yes, So that Friday night or the day before the game, I just I just catered to Alabama. Like you guys are going to whoop us. So they're nice to me and gave me, you know, bought me drinks and stuff. <laughs> but then after we beat them, I, they're, they're nowhere to be seen. So I don't know what they're like. They're probably <laughs> similar to OU fans because I know when we lose, like OU Texas – Everyone, mass exodus. Yeah, like. they're just depressed. Well, LSU fans too. I mean, all those hillbilly yeah. country schools, you know, <laughs> Bayou schools, whatever. They're all uh, their life revolves around it. True, true, true. But I, but I guess by um, way of reintroduction again, since it's been a month, you've got um, LeBrano Palmer here um, for Golf Performance Group, and we're we're glad to be back. And we also have uh, JJ Wood. Uh, director of instruction here at Golf Performance Group, and we're, we're going to sh actually show some video of the space today on our yeah. actual video because we finally are set up where we'll have the entire podcast video released to you all. Yeah. Now we're going to do YouTube and Vimeo, or we'll, Vimeo. We'll just put it on YouTube because everyone okay. has that. Vimeo is a little okay. harder to for me at least. I'm not as familiar with it. I just put some videos there. And what will be say. the YouTube page name? Uh, so it is. I have it right here. It's JJ Wood. PGA. Let me see here. Whoops. Sorry. Because we want to make sure that they find it, and then I'll make sure that we share it on all the social media sites as well. So it is. So I did a branded account. Now I'm all confused on how that works. <laughs> uh, switch account. So it's going to show my accounts here. So see it right here. So what is it? JJ Wood PGA. Yeah, JJ Wood PGA. Comma PGA. Yep. Yeah. So you'll be able to see the um, full podcast. Of course, you'll get the audio on any of your favorite um, streaming platforms: um, Spotify, Apple, um, iTunes, 
Google Play, SoundCloud, all of those locations. Yeah. But we'll finally have the video up as well. So you can see um, how crazy, one, I look when I'm hitting golf balls, two, how good JJ does his teaching, oh, and then yeah. how good the location it's a is thing that of we're beauty. at. Because yeah. it's 40 degrees outside of Houston right now. But this is like a pool house studio. You know, it's just nice scenery around here. It is. And I mean, right. We hit balls that way. We got the pool, you know, behind us. Got everything that you want. Now, I can't believe that I flew in from um, Portland. The other day, it was 55 degrees in Portland. When I landed in Houston, it was 38 degrees. Yeah, right now it's 42 with showers. What is going on right now? I don't know. What you know? I was talking to someone else that's not from Houston. And when is the good season in Houston? Fall. 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 But it's like a, a couple of days because yeah, this you, is fall, right? You you it's get going into winter, but it's like this. It's October either hot or is raining. good. October is good. Yeah. Like the, the full month of October, you can go outside every day. You're not sweating. It's not 100 degrees. And it's not but it's too cold. it's probably windy and raining or something. Well, we get a lot of rain. We yeah. do get a lot of rain. Uh, I think, um, I hope this rain goes away. It's supposed to be here all week, though. Yeah. I do, too. Or, well, I mean, I teach in here a lot, so <laughs> we'll just be in here watching football. So let's let's catch the people up. What So what have you been up to over the past um, three weeks since we haven't had a chance to get a podcast together? So, uh, you know, earlier in the podcast, we talked about my last term of the year. Like well, That was probably episode one, but I didn't play golf really for about a month, six weeks. Okay, okay. Just to refresh my brain because like every other golfer, you get cluttered with swing thoughts and I fell victim to it the last year or so. So I, I played in a pro-am out of Carlton Woods and it was the best ball striking round I've had in nice. two years. And it was a shamble, but we took my drive every hole. And I Did y'all win though is the question. No, we didn't win because all the sandbaggers. But or did people cheat? That, that yeah, and well, we had a pretty low handicap team for okay. uh, for uh, pro am, so everyone was like ten or below. Okay, so we didn't get enough shots. But uh, since we played my so you, a shamble, everybody tees off, takes yep. the best drive. So we took I was hit my driver really really well, and we took it on every hole and the par three. So. I shot 68. You play your own ball in from there. Oh, okay. Uh, See, so I was confused about that. I thought the shamble was, of course, you take the best drive. But then you take the best second That's shot. what I thought. That's a That's scramble. just a regular scramble. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's fun because you can play your own ball. So I, was at, I shot 68 and I had a three-putt bogey. That was it. That's uh, not bad at all. Yeah, That's actually so then a low I, score. I told Andy, who we were just talking about, yep. like, I was like, man, I got, I'm back. I'm ready. Like, so we go play and I shoot 73 on the three days, you know, five <laughs> days later, whatever. But, you know, I didn't, I didn't get a good warm up in and I was kind of, you know, not as serious because I was the, in the pro am, you got to play like you're a pro because they think you're a pro you know so and at carlton woods i mean it, that's probably serious business that there are people were thinking as well well they uh yeah they pay ten thousand dollars that's to what i was gonna group, say so yeah you gotta so. you better bring your a game yeah so they feel like they get the money's worth but. i'd be pissed if i paid ten thousand dollars to show and came and shot 85 well there might have been a few of those because <laughs> sometimes they struggle to get pros so they'll have some club pros out there that aren't too uh, sharp <laughs> But yeah, and this time of year is tough to be sharp. Yeah. There's a lot of distractions. You got college football, you got NFL, you got NBA starting, um, and then like all the family responsibilities potentially people have. This is a tough time of year to be engaged with golf. Yeah, but it's also a good time to make changes, swing changes, which is what I'm working improvements. on. Yeah. yeah, which is what and I've you been don't working have to go outside to do it. So we're going to talk about that. Yep, we'll definitely talk about that. Yeah. So now you also did a coaches summit, right? Yeah. So I went to Austin last week, and it was a good lineup of. Uh, speakers with uh scott fawcett from decade golf it's course management strategy uh software he has that 
nearly all the tour players, college players use. Um, and then, uh, let's see, there's the Orange Whip inventor, Jim Hackenberg. So I got to know him pretty well, and he came out here uh, on his way through Houston after that. Um, Jason Day's coach, caddy, father figure, uh, Colin Swanton. Um, there, let's see, those were the three main ones where I got a lot of good uh, insight and info from. Nice. And actually the ping, uh, ping engineer, because he's similar – to myself he plays in the national club pro he's played in the pga championship okay and, but he has a full-time job and he's the designer for ping but basically what i got out of his talk is everybody's a terrible club fitter unless you're a genius because he was talking about shaft deflection Makes and sense. all this stuff and i'm like you know i i know most people just need the basics but he's talking about victor hovland and all these guys he put together drivers for and how detailed they get with this crazy but, which which to me yeah, I mean, but technology helps you now be a better club fitter. It does, it, but when you listen to a guy like that talk about club fitting, you're like... Well, I don't know anything. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. like, so basically we got to go get an engineering degree to talk, to talk on his <laughs> level. I like, mean, if you think about it, the golf swing, though, it's, people make it real complicated now. I, I'll credit to you, you don't. You have a few things that you can look at people specific to their body their style of swing uh-huh. and can help people but a lot of people make the golf swing feel like you need a physics degree to well, figure out it, how the golf swing the golf, golf instructors they're always like trying to outdo the, each other on, okay. on okay. social media okay. with pronation supination you know radial deviation <laughs> i don't even know i get confused what the words mean but i've heard instructors say it in a lesson to an 18 handicap and i'm like what does they that don't matter? even yeah. know their left foot from the right foot when yeah. i'm talking to them so i'm like how about you just swing your arms up and down and get good tempo and balance agree and then you agree. get away better you know? agree. agree and then you relax and you start to your body actually starts to turn so yeah so my um last couple of weeks really have just been travel um it's more my fault that we haven't had a um, podcast because in the career world i'm on a plane this time of year really like once a week so, so that's coming to an end though it, You're it, like- my last week of travel is this week so uh-huh. um, i'll have a breakthrough thanksgiving really almost up through Christmas or pretty close. Obviously I'll have some things that I need to do um, in-house working on, making sure that I fill some responsibility, but the, the road work will end here shortly, which will yeah. be good because yeah. the, the last three weeks have been pretty tough. But other than that, I have been able to make some improvements on my golf swing, even in hotels. Well, and yeah, cause even you in have hotels. some drills where you can do the turn drill. You can do swing yes. positions with a mirror. You there's a lot of things you can do people don't realize that are more beneficial than going to a driving range. Yeah, so I'll tell a funny story and of course we're we're gonna get into um, you know, my progress, ninety day challenge and all that, but I do have a funny story. So I was in a hotel and I ordered Uber Eats. Okay. Right? But this was in the meantime of me trying to do like a hotel workout. So I've got like bands set up on See, the door. I need to get, I'm lazy with that stuff. I, I bring my stuff with me. I put it in my backpack every time. So I had bands on the door. Um, I've got like a towel. I'm in there sweating. The Uber Eats person comes in. They clearly thought I was some lunatic. They were oh, yeah. like, what is this guy What'd doing? What you order? Like Chick-fil-A or something? No, <laughs> oh, it was worse. It was like Wingstop. Like, yeah. I, I, they were like, what is he doing yeah. in here? Um, I, like as they walk in, there's like bands right there. I'm trying yeah. to like pay them money. I'm like sweating. So just keep in mind, it doesn't matter what you look like. Just go ahead and still get your workout in on the road because yeah. they probably thought I was nuts. It, and that's where people go. When you travel, I mean, it's people that don't travel, you don't realize how hard it is to stick to it your is routine, really hard. fitness. Yes. 
Um, then you got your nutrition stuff. Yeah. And then uh, if you're a golfer, that stuff. But then mentally you're exhausted from the travel. Yeah, and all from the just stuff. planes. I yeah. mean, yeah, definitely. Especially going, you know, we live in central time zone. Um, uh, in the last three weeks I've been multiple hours in Eastern, multiple hours in Mountain, multiple yeah. hours in Pacific. Like you just kind of go back and forth. It does take a toll on you. Yeah, it, does. it definitely it does. does. And that's where I think fans overlook athletes, like all Agreed. sports. Man, I, like just in the like tour experiences I've had, like with seeing Jordan Spieth and Rory, like all the stuff they go through at an event and then they're traveling to the next event. Yeah. And then they're going through all that media stuff again. It's like, how do you play at that level? And all the you stuff mean, you bring with you. I mean, oh, well, they ship it because they've got all these different shafts. Yeah. And, you know, they got backups. They got, you know, everything. <laughs> and, and, and to that. So let's kind of talk about what's been happening in golf. All right. Um, can, can you believe that Tiger Woods? No. It, and we kind of had a little conversation before the podcast started. I can't believe Tiger Woods is still winning events. I cannot I can believe just because he's not human. I, he's been humanized uh, the last decade or so, but but he, his his swing we and, and I'll add this to our video the swing that we found online. His current swing looks nothing like anything he's done the past 20 well, years. Well, he's redone it again with Chris Como, my former coach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but he's built it with Dr. Kwan as well to fit his body limitations and stuff. So, um, But how does – but he shouldn't be competing with these younger guys. It, yeah, it, it makes golf, no sense to me. Like I said, Scott Fawcett uh, spoke at the coaching summit. He played at Texas A&M, good player, won 10 times on many tours. But he doesn't play golf at all anymore. He's like me, like a golf instructor. You play randomly throughout the year. But he signed up for Q School this year. He has no business going to Q School at he's mid-40s probably. He said he played like 10 times this year. You know, he, he gets through stage one, like shooting 70, 68, 69, 72, something like that. And then he goes to stage two. He had one really bad round, barely misses to get to finals. But his whole – uh, software is based on strategy. So he's just – So it's out, up here. Well, yeah, and he's outsmarting them, and he knows the confidence level is like, I can hit in that target area. You know? Yeah. But everybody else, the younger guys, the young guns, are bombing it, trying to cut corners. Then he's looking at these kids, and he's like, there's no way I should be beating you. you know. But he does it as a part of an experiment for his you know, business, livelihood of the yeah. decade system. Yeah. And he made it to the second stage, which – a lot of pros haven't made it to that stage. So. And, and that's kind of like what you tell me, like your your mindset yeah. plays a huge role into what and happens. how you train and understanding yeah. your game. And like Scott Fawcett knows that, Tiger knows that, like the greats know that. Not that Scott Fawcett's the great, but he is for a guy that plays a handful oh, of Oh, no question. Year. Yeah, no question. No and question. That, back in 2017 when I qualified, I had like what I'm, we're going through, tempo, yep. impact, simple stuff. And then I just outsmarted people to get to a PGA championship. But then I buy a swing catalyst. I'm like, oh, this is cool. I can hit it even further. Even yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, and then I start getting mechanical and then I lose it, you know. But did I tell you I have a herniated disc? I no, what? It's eight millimeters. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I'm, now I'm claiming that's my reason I suck. But I know <laughs> I know it's a swing catalyst. But is this a – is this a – reoccurring in, like something over time i don't know because i never want at ou it was the first time it actually did you get any accidents or anything i got rear-ended in july Kay. so 
That could have um, played a role in yeah, it. Yeah, played a role. Well, that's where I start feeling the aches and like. Yeah, yeah. It's a chronic, but I guess I have a, a big spinal canal, so it's not as bad as it could be. Of course. Like I have a student that they're having surgery next week, and there's is eight to nine millimeter uh, herniated. Okay. Uh, say L4, L5, I guess is what it is. And uh, but they're like can barely walk. Like, but at least but you there, can. Theirs is like a small canal. Like I'm learning all about. That. Oh my god! But mine's a big spinal canal, so I just have that chronic ache. And then some days I move weird, and that's where I'm like, oh, like I got a kink. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna work. I'm getting a, a shot next week, I guess. And then I'll do physical therapy. Then I'll be winning tour events. We'll see. Uh, hey, winning tour events is what we're yeah, about. That's so. what we're all about. <laughs> but not You're so not winning in your last right. So what do you think? Let's really boil it down. Tiger's problem started, what, 2009? Yeah, but I think he had knee scopings before that, though. Okay, okay, so we can use his U.S. Open win where he had the torn he had broken, ACL. He had a broken leg. And a broken I don't well, know about the broken leg. I yeah, think that, it's that, exaggerated that, to add to his legend. But, but we know he had a torn ACL. Yeah. Okay, so he had the torn ACL, wins the U.S. Open in a playoff. I actually went to that U.S. Open I saw more mothers too crowded to try to watch. Yeah, it. uh, it's yeah. it's too crowded to try to watch Tiger in any event. He, yeah. And now it's worse because people know he's at the tail end. Yeah. So it and then he had the scandal. And then, that's what humanized him. That's the hardest thing to come back from. And then he's had multiple back surgeries. I think three. They said no. Is that his third? It, multiple. St- I mean, still well, this more. This been another. One. This was like a minor. Maybe he got because they call mine a minor procedure of a steroid shot, but but it's still a procedure. Yeah. Okay. And then all of a sudden he's he's won three times in his last twelve starts. Yeah. So I mean, maybe you know there we don't know because we don't know anyone that knows Tiger. You know, are they cheating? Like, are it, they cheating? Yeah. How how is he beating people on tour? Be, he, well, his golf IQ is off the charts. Like, and then his belief in himself, I think, has come back a lot since that scandal. Like, yeah, you know, no doubt. Yeah, he, you get I think that confidence lost back. a little bit of yeah. that, but it's been a ten years now. Yeah. Um, but expectations—that's the biggest thing. You gotta like you. You get out there, you hit it solid, you're in the left rough, like 320, yeah. you hit it hard. But you're like, oh, I always hit it left. And it's like, really? <laughs> you shoot 90. Like, And Tony Finau is top 10 in driving, strokes game driving, hits 48% of his fairways. Yeah, that is true. And yeah, so yeah. Tiger, I guarantee, you know, just had his minor procedure, hasn't practiced much. His, his expectations were probably super low. And he just played free, you know. And his, his C game is as good as, you know, any tour player, I mean, as long as Dustin or Rory's not on their A plus game, yeah, you know? they'll, they'll blow the field. Like, if they'll blow the field away, if they're yeah, honest. but yeah. but him playing his outsmarting people with a C B game, he's going to win. So he, he won he, back in his prime. He was winning all the time with his C game. You so know, here's he my said. question then: He, we we know he's got some mental fortitude advantage over the field. Why haven't other players figured that out? They have. I mean, they are. Everybody's doing. Everyone has a mental. Not everyone, but majority have mental coach, okay. fitness coaches. Now they didn't have that before. Before the Tiger era, um, but some of that's interesting. I went to a Chamber of Commerce uh, thing around here with the membership director, and I ran into a hypnotist. Oh wow! She's doing a hypnotist show. Okay. Wanted me to come to her show, and I was like, it it uh, dawned on me that Tiger, when he was younger. He worked with a sports psychologist, and he got hypnotized. And apparently, I didn't know this. And I okay. have sports psychology education, you know, my master's program. I I still don't really understand hypnosis, 
but it, it sounds a lot like visualization imagery but agreed agreed so, yeah, uh, yeah. but your belief system right like what you believe that's what they really work on so i'm I, I started asking her if she could get me to like the PJ tour. She said she can. I don't know. I can go for a session and have her hypnotize me. But don't if I come, start walking do not around come saying weird stuff, I don't know. Do not come in here after you get hypnotized yeah. talking some nonsense. But she's I, just down the street here. So <laughs> we, You are not. And if we do that, it's going to be live. We're going to record this session. Well, I bet she would. She was a very animated individual. And she's doing a comedy show. So no, I was like, I want. Do not go to her. This, it, no, this does not sound good. No, it could be good. great. No. Tiger did it. Look no. At, this is a he probably had to show. go through a whole hypnosis program in 2009 to get back. This to where does not at. sound good. I don't <laughs> know if I can believe in my putting. No, oh, man, this does not sound good. I'll She's change doing a comedy the club show. pro. It'll change my club pro career. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone will think I'm weird, but it'll be worth it. All right, so President's Cup team. He put himself on the team. He US should be. But the U.S. always wins the President's Cup, so yeah, this but isn't fair. It, it, yeah, I mean, I, I heard something on the radio. I think... The Americans have like 17 in the top 30. Yes, and they're going like, to destroy They them. have like three in the top 30. Yeah. And we Jason have like seven Day. out of They've the top 10. They've got like 10. Jason Day as their Adam best Scott. player and Adam Scott. Those yeah. are the two best. And then Hideki probably. But Hideki's been – well, he played well in Japan. but He's been playing all right. Yeah, yeah he's good. But uh, the, they have Xander. They've got Tiger. They've got – I think they got uh, the kid from OU. Uh, oh, um, Mexican kid. Joaquin. No, Neiman. well, he's on it from Chile. But the kid who played at OU – why am I blanking on his Didn't name? Neiman play at OU? No, Neiman – Neiman's like 19. I thought he played at no, OU. He's what's, probably 21 or 20. What's the kid's name that played at OU? Uh, uh, answer. Abraham a. A. Answer a. from answer. Mexico. Yeah, I tailgated yeah. with him once. And I, yeah. they were saying he was good, but he was still playing and I was long gone. But we tailgated. <laughs> I didn't realize how good he was. <laughs> Apparently, he can play. So we, we know that that'll be a wash. Um, well, I, I've it's never golf, seen, though. I beat Phil Mickelson in round one of PGA. I like to say that every yeah, time I can. Yeah, that's round one. I beat this, him. This is it a, doesn't matter. This is a five-day event. Hey, <laughs> if I wouldn't have made Nate on whole time, I would have beaten him for the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> and that was just me getting stupid, trying to hit a four-iron out of deep rough. <laughs> See, you were thinking you were one of those young kids. That's yeah. what it was. You were and like, Phil outsmarted me. <laughs> I'm going to do something <laughs> He got crazy. me by a couple shots. All right, so um, – any anything else that's been happening kind of in the golf world that we we missed over? Well, Callaway they got these new wedges. My stu my uh, golfer that committed to Arkansas signing yes, day yes, yesterday. Yeah. So of course now that I saw because my herniated disc. That's what yeah. it is. We're I haven't got my jaw five wedges, <laughs> Mac Daddies, because I either got to I either got to play good or sell some clubs. I've got a Mac Daddy wedge too. But Remember I bought five? that one. No, I've got um, I've got one. And I got it from the Golf Galaxy near. Why do you always go to Golf I, Galaxy? Because it's, they're right there. I could get mine for free if you'd buy them for me. My numbers <laughs> would go up. Because <laughs> I can't break 75. Well, now I can. Now I you can. Yes. Yeah, now I got to go get hypnotized so I quit saying that. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so there's some new equipment, but nothing real. Uh, no, nothing crazy. So I think the Flash is still going to be the Epic Flash. Yep. Uh, Titleist may have some, but I don't like their equipment. Um I guess Tyler isn't going to like our podcast, but yeah, our goal would be to get some of the equipment makers on. Dude, um, we should get the guy from. I like Ping stuff too. Okay, and he dude, he blew my mind. The guy sitting next to me, they're like, "Man, we don't know anything about this." Yeah, we should get some people on who can talk to. Um, I, I know you've got a depth of knowledge as it relates to club making and what it looks like. Oh uh, yeah, I, I've got because you got to be yeah. well balanced. But I don't get. I mean, I get in depth about mental game and I like swing stuff because I'm an instructor, but in performance course management stuff but equipment i mean that's out of my realm because of all the engineering yeah. physics and aspects. i want the pxg guys here as well like uh, i want to talk to them i mean i love their irons but 
I still want to talk to we. That, I can get their master club fitter from the Texas. To that come might on. that might get someone. You know, you never know who might be interested in hearing some details about that part of the game. Well, we, we do. You want to do the next one with him? We should. We should. Let's, okay, let's keep that. On. He let's was my pro pro partner a few times. So let's keep that on yeah. tap for. And, we, and if we can give him a couple weeks notice, then yeah. We well, should be able to get that one done. Well, if OU loses, you might have a month. You know, if you're, if you're OU go loses, I'll be. I'm gonna be you're going to be gone. <laughs> if OU gets beat by Baylor, I'm going to be pissed. Baylor, aren't they ranked? They're undefeated, yeah, they're, right? they're undefeated also, but we better beat them. Where are we playing them? Yeah, I don't know. I got to look and see. I don't think it really matters. It I don't think matter. Baylor's yeah. that tough a place. No, Waco is not a hard place to play yeah. football. It's not like going to Tech or something. All right, so um, 90-day challenge. All so right. what do we have on the um, tap for things that I should be working on? Okay, so we've gone through, you know, all the key stuff, and we'll review that because, you know, now that it's cold outside, those key drills like how to turn, swing position changes, those should be done indoors anyway. But uh, – now we're going to work on like put it, you know, the glue that pieces all those swing positions together, which is tempo, timing, and transition. So we have a few drills you can do um, indoors, like if you've heard of speed sticks or yep. orange whip, um, I can show you different drills to get that. But then outside, you know, putting a tempo to it, you know, hitting different shots, different distance controls uh shot shaping that kind of stuff yeah and and, and the then you all have to strategize your calendar for the good weather days to be able exactly to, get to go outside yeah and the difference with this um pod versus the previous ones we've done the lesson before this time we're going to do it a little after so we'll have a chance to kind of talk about some things ahead of time we're just trying to give you all a different approach to and how then we they do the can podcast. see the practice plan online we put exactly. the link and all that so so for me tempo is, has always been a problem because you're thinking about all the crap and, and I then, try to go so fast. Yeah. If you analyze like Phil Mickelson's golf swing, okay? okay. It is not good. His hand comes off the club at impact. He's so steep. You're right. You're and right. You're right. You're right. So how there's a lot of guys on VJ Singh, Fred Couples, I think they have the same issue. They these golf swings are not perfect, but they are consistent. They know they're predictable ball flights. Yeah. And they have such consistent tempo. That's like that pieces it all together. You can have a perfect position golf swing with poor tempo and you're going to be an 18 handicap so, so if you could talk me through or the listeners through what what's a i've heard people say go one two or well that's you know. where we'll use like the blast motion sensors okay so okay we can have you we can do a little test where you're you hit 10 shots just trying to find your best one you tell me what felt you know smooth but aggressive like okay. you know and then we just try to match that swing time shot after shot and so you can actually do that indoors with the saber stick uh they partnered with blast and okay. you get like a piece of foam so it registers and it's the weight of a, a nine iron so you can practice that indoors as well so explain smooth but aggressive because because to me those don't go together like, yeah i know and that's where growing up we're always taught to swing smooth yes, you know all that yes. stuff so what that led to was deceleration through impact yes. which led to face flipping the hands, flipping the hands. And yes yes so then dustin johnson comes on the scene shut club face then he's smooth on the backswing transition everything sets good and then he just rotates as hard as he can to a balanced finish so ah, he's aggressive okay to, and if everybody could learn how to set the club correctly at the top and then transition smoothly and then be explosive from there with their body, not their arms and hands yanking down that then you're going to have a consistent swing path, club face control and power. So the time, and that's where that training aid, the Gabe trainer that I love yep. and everybody <coughs> hates it because yep. 
that it's so different because they're 20 handicaps and that's why you're 20 handicapped. It makes you, you look crazy when you do it. And people yeah. feel stupid, but if you just get it dialed in, I mean, you're going to be consistent. So, so for you, the, what, the backswing. And we can get these guys on the podcast too because I, yeah, definitely. The training aids that I really like, I've gotten to know the guys. We should that do made it. Them, yes. And I, they can explain it. That's a part of the content it. that people who, normally wouldn't get it would like to hear yeah like they would definitely want to hear about you know the orange whip or swing yeah. catalyst or gabe trainer well swing is gonna be hard they're like in uh switzerland or something then we go to switzerland <laughs> People, we will make our <laughs> they way speak english some kind of i've had to get them on support <laughs> quite a bit in the beginning so okay so this this has probably been the biggest challenge for me before we get into like the drills should your backswing be the same speed as your downswing? No. So putting, it's a two-to-one ratio. Okay. So generically, with blast motion, they tested all these major tour players, so hundreds of players that are on, you know, European tour, U.S. tour, China tour, whatever, and most commonly that a two-to-one ratio. And their swing times were 0.6 to 0.3. Okay. So when the club starts moving to the top of the backswing, 0.6. Yep. Uh, to the back of the ball, point three. So, so half the yeah, time so from the backswing to the downswing. Yeah, okay. and so then in a full swing, since you're going further, right? It's it's a three to one ratio. Wow. And so okay. and there's a okay. realm, a ballpark that they were in. But what I like to do is just have you hit like ten shots, find that one you was really good. You know, you felt imbalanced, aggressive, but smooth, all that stuff. And then you just try to repeat it time after time. Okay. So, and then how you control your distances, then you go to three-quarter swing. So, that's going to be in my – Blast and I, there's two theories on it. But since the swing is shorter, the swing time should be shorter because it's the same pacing, right? And so, then you go to half, the swing time should be even a little bit shorter. So, it's like 0.04 of a second-ish uh, from swing positions gotcha. or swing lengths. So, and these are things that you can actually measure. Yeah, that's the thing. Everything we can do now, we can measure. Like, I was listening to Rory talk the other day on TV, and, like, he was saying the same thing. When I was being taught, like, path, club path, where I was swinging was my start direction. That's not your start direction. Where your club face is pointed is 80% of your start direction. And all this stuff, like, now we can measure it. We're not guessing anymore. Yeah. And that's yeah, yeah. where instructors have... Like if if there's a good old school instructor, say he played on tour, he had a lot of hung around Jack Nicholas or something. I'd use him to pick his brain about strategy and how to you know structure practices. But if you're an instructor teaching golf swing, and you don't have the technology, you're not measuring. You're guessing. Like, true. That's true. what Trackman's slogan is. Why why guess when you can measure? And I'll and I'll um add a little tip. And of course, I'm not an instructor, but one thing, even when I haven't had the time. I've kind of just visualized what it should look like and what it should feel like. Exactly. And um, I'll post a video. I recorded Rory talking about his pre-shot routine because we talked about it. Yeah. And getting a feel while you're visualizing yeah, it. Yeah. I've done mental, a lot of I, I should have said that in the indoor winter, like mental game, visualization, breathing exercises, doing that daily, self-confident, self-talk worksheets, stuff like that. Yeah. Really build up your mindset. Get and, hypnotized yeah, like me. We are not getting <laughs> And I saw, and I, and I don't know where, and of course I don't have the science to back it, but it makes sense to me. So they were talking about, you know how some at some point you start to dream in another language 
mm-hmm. which means you've kind of started getting closer to being fluent. You know, you I've start, never done that, but, but you start to dream yeah. in your golf swing. Yeah, you start to, you know, you almost have. You feel actually last week I had a dream that I was making everything. I was well, like, and, and I then came you played out, well at that yeah, other time. Yeah, and I was like, then I forgot about my dream, and then <laughs> I didn't make much when I shot my seventy three. So, but but so if you are into, I, I'm guessing this is neuroscience. Yeah. We want you on the podcast. Also, I would like to talk to it because I have a master's in sports psychology, ecology, but I want to know the neuro like yeah why 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 because yes. we have case studies and I have case studies with students and, yeah and myself. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I'd be interested. I know in when you, you, the proper breathing pattern hits your central nervous system to relax you and calm your mind. That's why it's important. But I don't know why it does that. <laughs> <laughs> so as we get out of here, winter golf, majority of the country is under some type of freeze warning. And they're what, not doing anything. What would you tell people? I'm watching new Disney Plus it just came out. I have a practice. I have an indoor practice calendar. So what should we be? What's the first thing I should be doing? So your fundamental stuff of your turn, all that stuff, turning in posture, turning with the right pressure, ingrain that muscle memory for the next three months. Okay. Then if you're making swing changes, get a heavy club in a mirror. Yep. You know, go slowly. Which I've been doing a lot of. Yeah. And then get out the speed stick or the orange whip or the saber. Do transition tempo stuff. And, uh, then a lot of mental game stuff, visualization, um, imagery. There's journaling about an interesting thing was when I was at Ohio State coaching, um, the women's team was really in the mental game too. And they would, like their player, would start out three under through six holes, but then shoot 73 because they started thinking about score. You're right. Like, start thinking about going low. So they yeah. had them get, they had them journal about get to that like rewrite the ending after your three under through five you know how should you have thought what did it look like write it all out so there's so many things you can do and the most impressive thing i've seen with golfers Mm -hmm. and high level golfers they remember every shot yeah and they usually and remember like what the, the detail, ba- yeah, yeah, like the everything. bad ones, unless they made a hole in one or something. But, but it's usually negative. But down to hey, I was on number thirteen at such and such course in the left rough. Oh, my mom play. used to get so mad at me because like, I couldn't amazing. remember to take out the trash, but I can remember what I got three years ago <laughs> on this tournament on this hole, what shot I hit, and I couldn't remember to take out the trash. Golfers <laughs> are amazing with that. Like yeah. I've, I've watched some interviews because just, golf's so damn emotional. It you is. Know? It is. It is. It's so it's stupid. It's ingrained it's in stupid. The head. That's yeah. why you got to work on your mindset. It is just as much as you can. But people don't know what to do. Where well, that's where I put together a library of you know practical exercise you can do daily like meditation true i true, mean true. stuff now like headspace have you used headspace i have used headspace. they have like a sports and training one like i NBA haven't seen coaches that. and players okay. they they have some of their stuff on there it's pretty good well this has been um episode five you'll get the video version audio version and then of course you'll get a chance to see some of the tips that I've been working on. So anything you want to leave people with before we close out? No, work on your mindset, work on swing changes indoors. You'll get a lot, make a lot more progress in the winter than you think. And then you come out in the spring and you'll be a totally different golfer. Yes. And I'm joining a course here in Houston. Um, here real soon. I'm making a final so decision. So we can we can put a poll up on. Uh, <laughs> are you are you on the Greater Houston Golf Group? No, I need to be then. Okay, uh, I'm going to create a poll. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to just because we got I got to include North. I think this is the best value in Houston. Include but you it. Live include side. it though. But include you're it. in the South Side, so I'm going to say if you live Central. Okay. Would you do Northgate, Golfcrest, Wildcat, but all you're getting is golf, no amenities, 
or what was the other one? You can include uh, Sweetwater. S- Sweetwater, yeah, one of so, those four. The, yeah, those those one are of those four. four. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It, yeah, it could say all prices are comparable, which it sounds like they might. They be. are so yeah. far, and I'll add. Sweetwater's uh, a little more. And add me to the group because I want to see the poll. Dude, yeah, results. you need to. You oh, you're gonna be one of the. You're perfect for that group. They're just golf nuts. Add me to and the. And they just talk gibberish. And about. we can share the podcast <laughs> yeah. to that group. Yeah. I mean, right. that's where we can get some um, more engagement and some more traction there as well. So Sounds good, but I don't know if there's a lot of OU fans that might not like you. Well, Got they're going to like me um, I, or will arm wrestle for um, OU versus Texas or Texas a You know what's funny is whenever I say I'm mean with you and I'm like, hold on, let me show you his Instagram. <laughs> and so I go to the picture where you're like doing bicep curls. You're like, holy crap. <laughs> How's he swing a golf club? I'm like, well, if I can get him to swing a golf club, I can you can you swing get a golf club too. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Use me as a uh, testament to that. So, and this has been episode five of Golf Performance Podcast. So, enjoy your week or weekend. We're out. <laughs>